0: Hello, my friends. This is Donna. Today I want to talk about sexuality as sensuality and spirituality. That's a lot of S's. These are two core energy lines that we humans operate along. You could say the two energy lines that stabilize us, our our consciousness here in this earth realm, this earth dimension. So even though we are a spirit projecting from another realm, we came here to experience this dimension that offers us the human experience, yeah? We are spirituality incarnated into sexuality or sensuality. So just to recap some of the stuff that we've talked about in other episodes, uh, expanded on a lot more, is you and I are a spirit, part of a whole soul that incarnates a human body. And we know that our human consciousness has a counterpart in our unconscious or our subconscious. We also know that we operate from some blending of ego, heart, mind, five physical senses, various metaphysical senses, programming from our environment, belief systems we've chosen, emotions we experience, and thoughts, of course, (laughs) that run like an unceasing commentary about all of this, and which kickstart everything that we create as well. So we incarnated into a dual system here, a system that explores duality and polarity to its nth degree, (laughs) Most of our physical forms express male or female, but our personality and our inner expressions are varying ratios of both masculine and feminine energies, which are really just descriptors that we've assigned to various energetic traits. Beneath that, there is this core energy Of each of us, these two, you could say, primordial, meaning fundamental or original, energetic lines that we are and that tether us here in this dimension, and they are spirituality and sexuality, which we're going to think of sexuality here under the broader umbrella of sensuality because that's what it was supposed to be, actually, going beyond our engendered body and broadening in our physicality beyond just the sex act. So we're going to kind of refer to sexuality uh, as a broader term of sensuality, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. Another way to say this The two primal energies that we as humans express and operate as and organize around are senses and spirit. Our modern cultures are very much organized around these two thematic energies, but more in the form of God or religion, uh, sort of substituting for spirituality And then money, sex, or relationship, substituting for sensuality. The younger souls here seem to be much more about sex and money, while the older souls are more about power, but through sex and money, (laughs) right? And it's all really just a small part, which we kind of use as a substitute for the full experience of our sensuality. But all of that revolves around and comes from these two fundamental uh, stabilizers or tethers. These two things that we are, which is a soul and a human. Infinite and, and temporary. You could say shadow and divinity. The energy flow of soul is, of course, spirituality. The energy flow of human is sensuality, which includes sexuality. One, you could say, comes from above or within. The other comes from below or without. So how can we explore or broaden these two core energies intentionally to live our fullest and best human experience? Well, hopefully, you'll get some ideas from this discussion today. As above, so below is a phrase that encapsulates spirituality quite well. It tells us that there is this reflection of realms that are coherent in some way, that our human reality is somehow a reflection of something else, something larger. Above generally just means in in higher, broader, or more advanced realities. So spirituality means being connected to or reaching into the spirit realms. Science calls it non-physical reality. The metaphysical realms are simply other vibrational frequencies that host dimensions beyond the ones we inhabit. And generally speaking, we as humans exist in the first through the fourth dimensions. Really, we think of, of our world here as third dimension, and it is, but it does have many, many overtones and overlaps with fourth dimension. And Diana's actually preparing an entire podcast on fourth dimension. So it's going to be really good. Psychics and mystics explore these higher realms and interact with them frequently and all the beings that inhabit them. So sensing, exploring, and communicating with that which exists within or beyond our physical reality is spirituality. And this line of energy that we're calling spirituality is made of the same substance as our spirit. It comes from the place we come from and keeps us connected to those other dimensions that we came from. And it is actually, our spiritual line is actually the vehicle that we rode into our incarnation upon. How, how we actually came from that dimension into this one and entered a, a physical body. Our spirituality, you could say, is the gift as well as the connection of our soul, our whole self. This line of spirituality energy is always pulsing into and through us. Now, we can restrict it or even cut ourselves off from it, which we all do in certain ways or or at certain times, but it does not ever cease or disappear. It is always, always there for us, whether we are consciously experiencing it or exploring it or even aware of it or not. Meditation is probably the easiest way to, to reconnect with our core energy line of spirituality. Altered states of consciousness, actually, no matter how you achieve them, is also exploring our, our spiritual line, is exploring via our spiritual line. So let's talk about sensuality. Awareness or presence actually encapsulates our sensuality as well as our sexuality quite well. So when you think about being fully or very intensely present, uh, placing our very curious and focused attention on the sensual or sensory nature of this physical realm that we inhabit, the body, everything that's around us, the sounds, the smells, the sights, experiencing it to the fullest extent that our bodies and our minds allow us is actually what our sexual, sensual energy is meant to be about. Not lust, though, though that is certainly part of it, and not just procreation, which is the most limited form of sexuality. We have that component of procreation, certainly, but as human beings, our consciousness includes and extends beyond uh, just the animal consciousness. So, sensuality is the gift of the earth, of, of this physical dimension and of the physical human design. It is what we came to experience. It offers lessons, certainly. It also offers us a huge range of emotions, of physical sensations, and types of connections that are very, very unique to this place and this form. We connect to our sensuality the moment we incarnate into the body, and we disconnect the moment we leave the body. So our physical bodies carry all of the energies, all of the physical structures and gifts of this planet of earth. And we came for this experience as part of the planetary experience, too. We recently got a great example of how programmed we as humans have become around being male or female. A client's higher self said recently when talking about this subject, look at animals, and, and look at how they're not expected to act a certain way or have certain personality traits or do certain jobs <laughs> to fit in with being male or female. Beyond their procreative roles, they act however they want, right? They get to be whoever they want to be. They were giving that as a, as a great example of how far humanity has come into this duality, this kind of forced, uh, engendered, energy of, of models or, or roles that we're supposed to play. So I thought that was helpful. So being fully present and practicing, intentionally practicing sensuality, sensual type of pleasures, including sex, is a good start, a great start to reconnecting to this core line of energy. Also, on the flip side of this, most of us have some sort of sexual distortion to clean up, to heal from or unhook from or to come to fully understand in more of its healthy expression as part of really beginning to inhabit and enjoy and explore this, our sensual line of energy and really use it in its original and highest form. So do you see how these two core energy lines, one coming from above that runs down through our bodies, down through the center of our bodies, hitting all of our chakras, the other coming up from the earth center below and running up through us, hitting all of our chakras, the two intertwining and providing equal support to offer us the full human experience. Do you see how they are the perfect blending of earth and sky? Our ancestors, our, our human ancestors, knew about this. They, they pointed out over and over and over this, this blending, this paying attention to the interaction between Earth and sky. Every sacred monument that still exists today, built by quite mysterious peoples <laughs> in much-debated ancient times is oriented, they're all oriented to draw attention to the heavens and our interaction with them, their influence on us. The solstices or the equinoxes, the moon cycles, the the solar cycles, the sunrise and sunset on these days of perfect balance or furthest extremes, these monuments and ancient texts even, use the language of star constellations and galaxies and the cycles that they all spiral on to to communicate to us, pay attention. This has influence on us as human beings. And of course, we, we know the movements and arrangements of heavenly bodies do create personality energies that very much inform and affect our human bodies and minds. These ancestors are literally shouting to us through their sacred monuments, as above, so below. Pay attention to this marriage and interaction of earth and sky. The one reflects and informs the other. The secret of humanity is in both. Now, great damage has been done to us, to human beings, both individually and collectively, by warping our spiritual beliefs and by the abuse of sexuality and therefore sensuality. Replacing our inherent spirituality, our, our inner spiritual wisdom and, and nature, with religion, which would be a spiritual nature and wisdom that comes from outside of us, has trained us that it's just normal to be disconnected from This vital energy that we brought in, this God energy that we are. And then, of course, all the rampant violence and the painful abuses of our vulnerable, sensual, sexual bodies has made us pretty wary or even turned us against the fierce and gorgeous sexual, sensual nature that being human offers. Now, abuse can't destroy this energy, but it can twist it. Until it is constricted or even scary and begins to look like something else entirely. Religion was really a double whammy because it embedded lies about who and what we are as human beings, where we come from, uh, where we return to, why we are here. And religion also embedded lies about our sexual nature and our sensuality, where that comes from, what it's for, and how we should use it. The truth has been right here within us all along, but we were taught to ignore this subtle and innate wisdom, and we were told a much brasher and harsher story by the lovers of power and control. We've all been programmed from birth, really, to conform to a different system than the natural human one. And we were even convinced that this natural human system, these two original energy lines, were or are evil. So I can't tell you the best way for you to clear out and heal and reclaim your own inner truths or how best to open up the flow of these two core lines of energy, because I can't possibly know what's best for you. But you know, the path is inside of you in your own spirituality line. The path is inside of you as you connect sensually and physically and humanly to all that is outside of you in our crazy and magnificent world. I can share... What has helped me reclaim my truths and begin to live in this abundant flow of earth energies and sky energies that helps suspend my soul here in this experience? Things that have helped me integrate all of the lessons and the beauty of this realm as I understand it both from above and from below. So, meditation came first. You hear me talk about this all the time, that's because it is just vitally important. Meditation is what first began to reconnect me slowly and deeply with my own inner spirituality, with this core line. And then came the healing. Healing from religious abuse, from sexual abuse, the unlearning of what I was taught that it is to be human, of what is good and what is evil. I had to unlearn all of that, where I came from and why I came The stories I was told were not anything close to the truth. So as my spirituality taught me more and more of the bigger picture, the the, as-above picture, and as I healed from the abuses and the misunderstandings of my culture today, as well as the traumas of humanity throughout many lifetimes, I began to reconnect with my sensuality, including my sexuality. And I began to fall in love with who I am, with myself, my sensual self, my intellectual self, even my personality, which some people call the ego. So falling in love with all that I am leads to falling in love with all that everybody else is. And then reaching farther and higher and deeper into both of these energetic lines, the spirituality and the sensuality. I am still very much learning and exploring how to live in this new way and how to exist more fully in these two energies. Here's one thing that stands out about what I've learned, though, is that childlike curiosity and creativity and innocence are great examples of living fully immersed in these two lines of energy. If you think about children and how they move through the world of how they live. They taste and touch and cry and dance, and they love hugs. They love holding hands. (laughs) They love stories that excite their imaginations, and they learn the best through playing, right? Through experiencing and playing. We're told that the kingdom of heaven is accessed through our child nature, we're told that the kingdom of heaven can and will come to earth. So perhaps the core energy that comprises the kingdom of heaven is the same energies that support each one of us individually, our spirituality and our sensuality. In closing, you and I are divine beings who came here to experience The absolute holiness of being human. We cannot find the holiness of humanity without wading through the unholiness of humanity as well. It's not just our spirituality that is sacred. It is also our physical, bruised, emotional, dancing, love-making human self. I have some additional resources today for you, but first I want to say that this particular blending of information came directly from just my own lived experiences and Diana's. We have conversations about this all the time, (laughs) sexuality or sensuality and spirituality. And then from the wisdom that has been given to us in our QHHT, BQH, and surrogate sessions, whenever the subject of sexuality or spirituality came up. So I don't have anything uh, directly addressing this particular blending of topics, but the following things I'm going to give to you are ways that you can further explore the influence of our spirituality on our physical human reality. So the first one is a podcast on Mind Body Green, titled Deepak Chopra on Love, Death, and Mindful Awareness. It is such a wonderful, wonderful podcast. I highly encourage you to listen to that. I've listened to it multiple times on YouTube. There is also an audio book by Deepak Chopra, which he reads. So it's a good uh, over four hours in length audio book titled The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, and then Greg Braden's books, The Divine Matrix and Human by Design, are both wonderful and address a lot of this. Also, something I'm currently reading, it's a book called Mind to Matter by Dawson Church. I am loving it, and it actually hits on some of these topics. It has some of the most up-to-date scientific research and data that gives practical ways to use our spiritual energy via the mind to affect our sensual energy or our body and life circumstances. All right, that is all I have for you today. Remember to check out the Atlantis book series that my sister Diana and I co-wrote. It is called the Golden Age Series by author D.D. D. Adair, and it is available on Amazon and most other online book stores. Also, Diana and I both practice QHHT and BQH and offer spiritual counseling. So if you are interested in anything like that, you can learn more about us and what we do at Quantumhealers.com and then search out our names Diana Adair, ADAIR, or Donna McMurtry. Also, together, we are now offering surrogate quantum healing sessions, and this is for those who cannot undergo hypnosis themselves due to maybe a medical condition or age or another factor. To learn more about that or to book a, a surrogate session, you can go to quantumhealers.com and search the name surrogate QH sessions. Also, just to let you know, we are slowly adding all of our prior podcast episodes to our YouTube channel now. And that is under Spiral Path Therapies. And we do have additional different types of content on the YouTube channel. So check that out and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening today. Blessings on you and blessings on your day.